What is shaking everybody? Welcome back to Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. I don't know why you guys keep coming back, but some of you do. So we're just going to keep putting out episodes until you guys stop listening, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, we got me and Gary got a good show for you this week. It's just me and Gary back on the podcast this time. Uh, we do talk about quite a few things, though. We talk about... Um, motivation and how you can focus your attention on different things in your life. We also talk about the government starting back up and we talk about how to keep an open mind and what that does for you in having conversations and discussions with people. Uh, we talk about music making and electronic music and how it relates to people playing music and things of that nature. And we finish it off with some funny news stories that we saw on the internet and we thought we would share with you guys. So as always, though, thank you guys for stopping by. We really appreciate it. Leave us some feedback. Let us know what we what we are doing well and what we can improve on. And as always, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 15, 15 of Casual Conversation with Will and Geary. Geary. Coming at you <laughs> back, well, not back to back, but closer than usual. Yeah, I mean, we did one, what, Tuesday? Three, three days ago. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's crazy. We're just freaking cranking them out now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we this do. Is, this is not our new schedule, though, just so everybody knows. Yeah. We like to keep it once a week and keep the people like begging for more. more, Yeah. Like just asking for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the response that I get. At least that's what I think. Yeah, I know. Dude, like I'll see people like um, when I go to town or go to the the store or something, they'll be like, oh, you're Will from Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. I'm like, yeah. That's crazy. That happens to me too. I know. And, and I'm in Conway. That's I like know. 70,000-ish people. I know. And then I ask, like, when's the new episode coming out? I said, whoa, you know, whoa. You got to chill. This we only have one. Only a week. Only one time. a week. I mean, yeah. I know you guys want some more, but <laughs> it's, you got to relax. It's difficult being a celebrity. <laughs> 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 no. No, but speaking of big news, uh, not us, um, Apparently, Trump just announced the government is going to, has just like made an agreement and that the federal government's going to reopen. It's going to reopen. When did they say this? It was, uh, so it was like breaking news on YouTube. Oh, so it re- like today. YouTube. Yeah. And it oh. was like one hour ago. So one hour ago. They posted that video one hour ago. So I'm sure it's like a couple hours ago that it happened. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. He heard, yeah. dude, you know what it was? What? He heard us. Um, on the podcast and he knew that they had to do something you're right you're right hey it's tough being a celebrity but get being a celebrity you have you have a platform and so like we used our platform to open the government back up basically (laughs) we uh we used our influence if you will yeah because our influence is i mean completely (laughs) massive at this point (laughs) We're 15 episodes in, but we're probably the most popular podcast on the face of the earth. Am I right? Man, you're stroking our ego. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke, Gary. Oh, man. So, yeah, what do you think about the uh, the gov? Like, I don't think it's official. Like, Trump just said that 
that like they he's he's thinking that they've reached an agreement. Oh well, what was the agreement? That like the whoever was opposing his ideas, they were gonna conform. Basically. Okay. Well, did they he have did he have to conform his ideas any as uh, well? I don't know. He he basically was just saying like how great the American people were and how patient they were and how. And all this time they didn't criticize, which, I mean, people were totally criticized. Yeah, they totally criticized. But so, Well, I'm glad know. they reached a resolution. How long did it take them? Like, I think it's 31 days. 31 days. <laughs> Just a short month. Either that or it's no big deal. It was, it was in the 30s, I'm pretty sure. It was sure. in the 30s? Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's wild to me. That yeah, a whole crazy, month, though. A whole month of time, like if you're a federal employee, you didn't get paid. That's wild. I wonder... Dude, if I, didn't get paid, if I didn't get paid for a month, I'd be Dude, toast. I don't even <laughs> I don't even have a reserve tank that would last me a month. I, don't I would think. be I would be burnt toast <laughs> on fire. <laughs> it's like the toast you leave. Burnt toast. Dude, Courtney uh, was fixing a quesadilla the other night and uh she had this instead of the stove on low, it was on high. And uh, she put the quesadilla on and it was on there for like a minute at the most. Just the tortilla with the meat and cheese on it. <laughs> yeah. And she dropped a piece of cheese on the burner. And, I mean, I, this overwhelming smell just, like, came over me like a burnt something. Yeah. And I was like, dude, there's no way that one single piece of cheese is smelling that bad. And, dude, she flipped the, t- <laughs> she flipped the tortilla over, and it was the crispiest, blackest tortilla I've <laughs> Man. You better be I mean, glad that Courtney doesn't listen to the podcast because you're putting her cooking skills on blast <laughs> right now. But yeah, that that's the kind of burn I would be if I didn't get paid for a month. Yeah. I can yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Anyway. But how how was your week overall? Well, I just want to start out and say that the potentially the government's back up and running. Yeah. And we applaud. Um, dude, I really haven't done anything. It's been three days since we Yeah. Last convey or not conveyed, convened together, met together. So you're right. Still dude, recovering done, from that Metallica concert. No, nah, dude, I'm fresh now. It like a couple of days after that, my ears were ringing, head was hurting, but now I'm ready to rock and roll. I'll go to another one. <laughs> no, I won't go to another one. Not for as much money as we spent to go. Yeah, to that no one. kidding, no kidding. Didn't even play an encore. I'm still salty about that. Yeah. I feel like that was definitely uh, included in the fee that we paid. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. We deserved an encore. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure Metallica is listening to this, so the next time, you know, they come to Little Rock, I'm sure they'll have an encore. So, yeah. That's (laughs) what a platform does. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, my week was pretty boring, man. I haven't done anything. I had to go back to work. Sad time. Dude. I I, I observed Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Well, Which yeah. is always good to reflect on. It's always a nice great to have man. dreams. Yep. Carry out those dreams. Yep. That's true. But other than that, not anything. To be completely honest. Yep. I uh I didn't really do anything either, but I like, I was super productive. Like, man. So you're productive, but you didn't do anything. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Dude, I just sat around the house and read and stretched and worked out. And played guitar. Worked out, and baby. And cooked. Mm. And just like, I don't know, like cleaned my house a little bit too. Um, That's always fun. Like, I love cleaning I, I, house. I didn't leave, like, besides podcasting on Tuesday 
and going to the grocery store. I didn't leave my house for three days. Whoa. So you really <laughs> reclused it. Yeah, dude. Like Brown reclused it. Yeah. Um, but my body, dude, my body feels great. Like I've been putting so much um, focus into like just taking care of my body. Yeah. And like I've been doing a lot, a lot of stretching. I feel loosey-goosey, man. Loosey-goosey, baby. But I've been, I've been uh, Marcus came over last night and we freaking, <laughs> we, we destroyed our bodies. Flung some weight around? Yeah, dude. We flung some metal around. Clanking plates. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was nice. It was nice. I don't know. I've 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 really been. It's like I'm sure you've heard of the mind body connection. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, man, it's a real thing. It's like I've been I've been focusing on uh, over like the you know past four four and a half years of college, like sharpening my mind. Yeah, and and like you know objectively, I know that that taking care of your body is is good but it's like when you when you start taking care of your body like it clears up your mind and you just you see like like you can you can know all these models these theories or whatever to to improve your body and your mind and your overall well-being but until you actually like do it you don't realize that like the mind and the body is just <laughs> just one thing yeah that that's kind of true with um not just lifting weights but exercise in general for me personally like if i go to the gym you know get a good lift in run after that get some cardio get my heart rate going when you get you know back home and you you rest it's just like it, it's just more relaxing i guess is the way yeah. maybe i don't know if it's because your body was like under stress or a high amount of stress at the time, and then once you relax, it's like ultra relaxed. Or if, yeah. I don't know if that's actually a thing, but well, yeah, well, it's like tension in in your body. So this is this is this is a good way to think of the mind body connection. Like t- any tension that is in your body, you're unconscious of that tension. But once you become conscious and aware of that tension you can release it so like becoming aware with your mind of your body in and of itself like making that mind body connection like you won't be as stressed you won't be as tense if you can get in your body as opposed to being in your head all the time and thinking about things you have to do you know thinking about your phone and who's texting you or how many likes you're getting on your social media like get into your body sometimes and and out of your head yeah that's true because there's a bunch of all tension is unconscious and nowadays there's so many things vying for attention that you can have a big cluster in your brain of so many things going on at one time i don't know i feel like lifting weights and exercising just kind of like evaporates that for the time being which is relaxing so so actually you're not (laughs) it's kind of weird you're not relaxing because you're like pushing your body to the limits, but then in return you are relaxing more. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird, man. More on that to come. I've I've got a rant a little bit later about. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Attention, and then you know the. You gotta the pay attention, theory, kids. You gotta pay the attention. Of that, but that's to come. No, um. So I'm actually tomorrow going to help a buddy out that is helping 
put on this like art show to raise money for mm-hmm. a mission trip. Mm-hmm. They go down to Guatemala and I mean they've they've helped like build churches. They've helped uh, like go down and just supply people with you know basic stuff like toothbrush, deodorant, body wash, like the like, essential toiletries. Yeah, like high hygienic stuff. Um, but what he's having me do is go to go to the art show. Like I'll be I'll be serving wine and helping promote the art for them like to be sold and for them to make money. Oh, so you're like a hype man kind of. Yeah, dude. And, and so, so like, I did here, it, I did it last year. <laughs> Here's I, a nice you want you would you like a nice red wine? And then go check out this piece over here. It seems like it'd fit your style. Yeah. Con- or no, not really. Yeah, but it's it's crazy. Um I mean, I know it's like what we're was it 23rd, 24th. We're 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 into the the month of January, but it's it's crazy kind of reflecting on last year cuz I I did this last year. Um I was I helped my friend out cuz they do they've been going to Guatemala I think for now like 10, 11 years or so. Um and last year like I helped serve wine, I helped promote the art and I was thinking about cuz I mean it's t- it's tomorrow that I'm going to be doing this. I was thinking about, you know, like that's something that's coming it's it's coming and like it's um like i'm gonna have to do that so i've been thinking about like how i'm gonna hype up the art and stuff you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i don't know much about art kind of be hard for me to hype up art yeah and so but i was like man i feel so much more like equipped to do this and i was like why do i feel like that like this year as opposed to last year because i was pretty i was pretty buns and honestly (laughs) i think i think that a big reason is like starting this podcast and like just being able to articulate myself more and more like yeah. on the fly. Like I, I'm, I, and, and I even noticed that to go even further. I noticed that in like conversations I have just every day. Like I'm like, man, I, I convey myself, my message so much better. And I think a big part of it is not the only part, but a big part of it is starting this podcast and just having to, articulate ideas yeah for sure i i'm kind of the same way in a little different way i i catch myself talking to people more because before the podcast um i didn't really go out of my way to speak to someone if i didn't know them you know what i mean mm-hmm. um for example i would you know i'd talk to my family i talk to my close friends my you know my relatives and things like that but i wouldn't go out of my way to speak to someone that i really hadn't had any interaction with before but i kind of find myself doing that more now which is a good thing you know it's never a bad thing to interact with people that you really haven't before learn something you know get to know them a little bit so well experience man experience is the only thing that you actually have so go out and experience things that's kind of where i was going with this like (laughs) we just wanted to start a podcast we wanted to do that so we did it we experienced it and like we've grown from it so like do things that you want to do go experience yeah so go experience the art show gary's talking about yeah go buy yourself yeah go go buy some art experience this art (laughs) (laughs) experience this art. no but i was i was gonna uh say something uh, kind of about the whole like serving wine um what do you think about Arkansas's legal views on alcohol talking about like having like dry and wet counties and, and, and things of that nature because and you, may, you may not know this if you haven't went outside Arkansas but like 
dry and wet counties aren't really a thing outside of Arkansas too much. Are there not anywhere else? I mean, I don't know about anywhere, but like most of the big, like Florida, uh, Alabama, Georgia, like South Carolina. I don't know about more Northeast. Yeah. But uh, I think that I'm pretty sure (laughs) that dry and wet counties aren't really a commonality. Yeah. I don't know, to be completely honest. Um, I I don't know. That's kind of a, I don't, I would have to look at some statistics to know. Yeah. What the. Yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty, um, intuitive on this. So like, aside from like statistics and everything, like, what do you think about it? What do I think about it? Yeah. I don't think it's a bad, necessarily a bad law or a bad practice. Um, you know, I think that. I mean, it is a democracy, so I think yeah. I think the people should be able to choose whether, you know, yeah, they would want. And w- by dry and wet counties, we mean a county that can sell liquor, liquor, not not necessarily a restaurant, but like an actual store, like a distributor. I guess would be the technical term for it. So, man, I I really don't know. I've honestly never thought about it. To be completely honest with you. It it would bring in a lot of revenue. That's, that's for my sure. thing is like, because I had to write a paper over this, like my first semester of college for Mr. Graham. Mr. Graham. Cats are self-sufficient. Self-sufficiency. <laughs> he was, me and Will had this dude named Mr. Graham. He was such a hippie, but he was, uh, he was a good composition teacher. I think he got fired though. Yeah, I think he did. Soon after <laughs> for some type I don't of know conspicuous why. act that he'd pulled. Anyways, um, my thing with with dry and wet counties is that like people so let's take let's take Faulkner County for example which yeah. is a dry county and then take Pulaski County which is a wet county yeah so there's a lot of people as we know in to an extent in Conway that go to Little Rock or Maumelle or whatever to get their liquor anyways like a lot a lot of people and it's well, like, everyone that yeah, wants some. Yeah, and and all of the revenue goes to Pulaski County or Maumelle or what, whatever. It, it, it doesn't stay within the community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, why would you... And like I said, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about this. Please reach out to us if you have the answers. Yeah. Um, but I don't understand the benefit of make of having it dry if people are still going to go drink. Yeah, and th- and th- that's the thing I was saying. I don't know the statistics. Like, are there more, um, like driving related accidents that have to do with you know drinking in those counties as opposed to a a dry county, or is there more? Um, I don't even know any crimes that would be related to like, underage drinking in you know wet counties and in dry counties. I don't know. I'd have to go look and see, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't really make a case for either one. I could see, you know, I wouldn't say it, it'd be a terrible thing, but I wouldn't say it'd be a great thing either, you know, because I don't really know what the actual, you know, percentage of those of those statistics would be. But I do see what you're saying with the, um, with the keeping the money inside the, inside the community. Um, and, you know, 
if people are going to do it anyways, then why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Well, you could think about it this way too. Um, if somebody, they have to drive to go get it right from in another county. Right. So there's a possibility that, you know, they could be hurt, you know, driving on the interstate too, you know, there's just so many factors that go into it, but you know, I don't know why they haven't yet, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know why. I I think it's just, um, no, I really don't know, to be honest with you. That's kind of a, I don't know, that's like a taboo subject for some people that don't even want to talk about it, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just don't see, I don't see why, <laughs> I don't see why that Faulkner County isn't a wet county. I mean, we have all these restaurants with liquor licenses. And like they sell liquor anyways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, why even make it to where they have to go around, give them the old rigmarole just to get a liquor license? Like, let's just make it a wet county. Yeah. And I think you'd still have to get a license, the- though. Or maybe not. I have no idea. I don't know. I've honestly never thought about that. I've, they, don't they keep trying to like have a bill to, for people to vote on it, but it never gets voted in? I don't know uh, yeah. that for sure, but I, I mean, I'm sure it has. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a very, not a p- very political dude. No, I'm not either. But no, we do, I, me and Will, we talk politics, but we don't. <laughs> we don't really know. We don't know, know much anything about it. about it. That's why. Hey, that's why we have this podcast. Y'all reach out to us. Let us know. Yeah, give us some details about we, it. We we definitely uh, give us like some, to hear your opinion. Give us some as well. pros and cons for and against, so I can make an educated decision. Yeah, for sure, but. Yeah, that's an interesting, interesting take. No, um, I'm gonna kind of make a little bit of a segue here. So I want to talk about I want to talk about meditation, and before I do that, I want to talk about attention. So, what is attention? Attention is energy that you focus on something in your mind. So you can think of attention kind of like uh kind of like a muscle so for example a muscle is going to help support the base system which is your skeletal system it helps support and and helps it function or whatever whereas attention helps you, uh, you helps you uh, support and optimally experience being itself like experience you so let's think about it this way um, with a muscle there are naturally uh, imbalances that can occur so a muscle if you overtrain it with with resistance training it becomes too too rigid too tight um, whereas if you you over uh, overtrain with like flexibility training and like stretching you become like way way too too loose so how does this how does this relate to attention well if you are very loose with your attention the the energy that you focus the things that you choose to give your attention to you start giving your attention uh, to things that don't need your attention you become very self-conscious you begin to worry about for example how many likes you have on instagram or what other people think about a decision that you made or whatever, you start dispersing your attention and not being able to focus. And, and on the other end, just like the muscle that's, that's too tight from, from overtraining with resistance, if, if your attention becomes 
too narrow, too rigid, too focused, you become um, narcissistic, basically. Like you don't see any value in anything that doesn't serve the self, you, that doesn't better you, which, yeah, that's, that's good. There's a, there's a balance there, but happiness, this is a very important distinction to make. Happiness does not occur in your mind alone. You can sit there all day and, and conceptualize and theorize happiness and what it is and how to obtain it but the answer that you will come to every time is that happiness comes from outside the mind it, it comes from experience with with others it, and and if you are too rigid too narrow you don't realize that um and you, you won't be happy so it's it's a balance coming back to attention it is a balance of of Focusing your attention, but also realizing that your attention is outside of yourself as well. Now, how does that relate to meditation? I'll tell you. So, in today's world especially, it is very, very hard to just sit back and and take things in. Because we have things like cell phones, computers... Uh, TV screens, we've got Skype interviews, we've got business meetings, we've got all of these things that are pulling our attention away. Um, and you know, most of the time, so people that if it was pulling your attention away and it's dispersing, you know, you become very self-conscious or whatever, and people start to realize that people start getting into self-help and they start they start narrowing that that attention. They realize that when they focus their attention on things that help them grow, um, their, their attention becomes a lot more narrow. Uh, and so you can see how it kind of goes back and forth with just, you know, the, the evolution of you. But when meditation comes in, I mean, you literally sit down, you, you, it's like, it's like going back to the muscle analogy. Meditation is like the exercise for attention. You sit down, and, and meditation is such a, such a tainted word by some. Like meditation, mindfulness, awareness, whatever you want to call it, sitting down and just, just being still. You can sit on your back porch for 10 minutes and just be quiet and just take in what's going on outside. Meditation is being in the moment and, and having control of your attention because there are so many things, and, and it's... You don't think about this until you break it down like this. But when, when you are in control of your attention, your ability to experience life and, and obtain happiness is just is, is so much easier. And, and it's, instead of, instead of the, the entropy of the mind, you have a harmonious uh, existence and experience. Dang, son! Go <laughs> off on him a second, Gary. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Dude, that was you were rolling. I wasn't saying nothing. I was just gonna let you keep going, maybe. But, dude, what you're saying though, uh, I'll I'll ask you a question. It's like a little interview session. Okay. So, um, you you were saying, is it? Can you meditate on things? It. Well, I guess that's my question. You, you were saying like go outside and just sit there and relax. Just let everything come to you take everything in can you meditate on specific things like individual things so say i want to meditate on 
uh, my relationships with other people. Like I want to meditate, um, meditate on me and situations where I can be more loving and more caring for other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is there certain things you yeah. can meditate on? And or is you, you've told me that you've experienced this um, with with meditations that you've done. It's like you can focus your meditation on on specific things to help you increase increase your focus. You need to realize what side of that that imbalance you're on. Are you too self conscious or are you like borderline narcissistic? So it, it kind I mean you can do either, but I would think of one like for example, if you're too self conscious, try focusing on on something. Try try focusing on like self-acceptance or like who you are, like ask yourself that, sit there, ask yourself that, um, like, who am I? Like, what am I, what am I here on this earth for? And you will begin to figure out yourself a lot more. And, and without just that 10 minutes or so of just mindfulness and awareness, um, it's, it's really hard to, it's really hard to appreciate things if you don't sit back and just step back and appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And you can't do that if you're going all the time. So kind of, I know I kind of got off there. To answer your question, yeah, you can, you can meditate on specific things or you can just like just try and just be in the moment as present as you can, just eliminate your thoughts. Like it's, it's really just being like if you are appreciating the moment for what it is, that's that's being aware that's being mindful that is a meditation yeah yeah i totally get i totally get what you're saying and also i want to kind of uh not add on but just keep going on this thought there's like a weird stigma about meditation where whenever you say that people think that you're talking about like some buddhist monk sitting in a temple with his legs crossed and sitting there for hours and hours and hours on end with candles burning and you know, just sitting there meditating, but you can meditate. I, this is what I do. Like it's good. Every, it's, it's still good to do what Gary said, go be still, don't have any other distractions. But like when I'm at work and I'm just doing a task, that's not a mundane task, but something that doesn't acquire or doesn't re- require my full attention. I can just sit there and meditate in my mind about different things that I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you have to sit there with your legs crossed for three hours and meditate. I mean, it, it can yeah. be 10, 20 minutes of you just uh, consciously thinking about something or a situation or a person that, you know, is in your mind. That's yeah. basically what I'm trying to say. I mean, and you, you think about it, but and people think of meditation as sitting like this cross-legged pranayama <laughs> yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. Like they think of that. But when you when you sit... And you're still some for for some time. It doesn't have to be in a dark room or anything. You sit on the couch. You can sit in your recliner or whatever. You'll begin to notice that like the present moment is like all there is, and that's all that is really worth your most of your attention. And from that, like like everything begins to slow down. Like everything that you do you become aware of and and like within that you you become happier like for example when i play the guitar like i enjoy that so much i'm so in that moment like it just it just totally engrosses my mind because i'm i'm all there like 
every bit of my attention is in is in that in what I'm doing, playing the guitar. Yeah. Uh, preparing a meal, like just any, like you can think of anything, any experience, and how you apply your attention to it is going to, is going to, I don't know, make life a meditation in itself, and you just become, I don't know, aware and appreciative of everything. Yeah. Well, some people would, some people shy away from meditation due to the fact that when you are meditating on, well, I'll just use an example. So like myself, if I'm meditating on how to love my friends and family more, then once I start meditating on that and I say, okay, well, I'll just take you through my head. I, d- I did this the other day. It was wild. Okay. Uh, I-, I just got to thinking about, you know, what is, well, I, well, I asked the question, what is love? And then I said, how can I, how would I display my love to my friends and family and my wife, you know, things like that. So I would like, I would, I said, I would put them before myself. I would do things for them. I would uplift them. You know, I'd be truthful when I needed to, even if that was, you know, giving them some harsh advice or whatever. And, you know, I would just be selfless. So then I started thinking about, well, am I doing that? You know, you have you think about the list of what the requirements are, and then once you actually sit back and reflect on if you're actually doing those, it was like I was like, man, I'm, I might not be doing that. You know what I mean? I might not be displaying all the care or practicing all the characteristics I just named, and it, it makes you it it it, it changes your mindset it gives on, you on a better understanding of you like objectively yeah. like who you are yeah and sometimes you you figure out that you're not as good as you thought you were you know you're not yeah. doing things to the best of your ability you're not um in my case loving like you should you know you might be being you might be a little selfish which you know people don't want to realize sometimes because it's hard it's hard to come to the conclusion that you know, something isn't not necessarily wrong with you, but you could be better. Does that you're make not sense? Meeting, you're not meeting your standards. Yeah. Or you're not making your standards high enough. Yeah. And that's hard for people and myself, especially, like I said, I mean, it, it was rough. Like it just kind of smote my spirit, I guess, that I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't being, you know, the kind of person that I should be, you know, I could be a better person, but, and so I mean, you have to you have to come to that conclusion that when you do meditate, you know, some things will be revealed that maybe you hadn't thought about before, or maybe you haven't, you know, addressed in a while. So yeah, but that's that's the thing. That's the beauty of it, though, because you'll grow from your experience. You will. You will. It'll it'll be a little uncomfortable, but we've talked about it before. Discomfort is a catalyst to growth, and if you're going to become the best and strongest version of yourself. You're going to have to confront a few of your demons that you may not even realize are there, like Will said, until you kind of think about it, speculate on it. Yeah, for sure. So don't. the main thing I want you to take out of this, I, I highly encourage you to, to go and do some form of meditation, um, but do not put the stigma of uh, sitting cross-legged, um, like, it's it's not that it's it's just it's being aware of your existence. I, I'm down with that, and you don't have to. 
I mean, it's good to get alone and in a very quiet and still place with no distractions to meditate and think about things. But I mean, you can meditate on anything, anytime, you know, you don't have to be alone in a room, dimly lit room with candles lit and everything like that. That's not, that's not how it goes. So, and you can meditate on all kinds of things. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You can meditate on, we were talking about one episode, like pride. Pride is a very deep topic. Yeah. You can meditate on pride. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was going to say, you can meditate on things that you've heard or read. You can meditate on a book you read. If you're spiritual, you can meditate on Uh, scriptures. You can meditate on a song you heard, how it made you feel. You can meditate on um, a TV show you watched, how that, you know, experience kind of made you adjust your thinking a little. You don't have to meditate just necessarily on yourself. Although that is wise to do, you can meditate on other things as well. Yeah, for sure. I uh, went through a time where I would read a, like a proverb of scripture from from the Bible, just a proverb, very kind of cryptic thing, and uh, just meditate on it. Yeah. So I guess what we're trying to say is give it a try. Go go meditate. Meditate go on meditate. Something. If you if you if you've never done it before, just take five minutes. That won't take hardly any time at all. Just take five minutes and meditate on yourself, your feelings, your thoughts, something that you saw you thought was cool, your family, your friends. Just bring just bring that awareness to, to whatever it is that you want to meditate on. I'm down, I'm down with that. <laughs> I can get down with yeah. that. I've, I've been wanting to talk about that for a while, and I, I, just, I just now became uh, well-versed enough to where I was comfortable to, to kind of explain what meditation is without making it seem like like this woo-woo thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you said that too. Because um, like I said, I had that experience the other day. And that was just on the forefront of my mind all day. I just couldn't stop thinking about it, you know. Yeah, it's that's, ca- that's awesome. It was cool though. It was a good time. You learn, I learned and grew. So that's all we're asking for, baby. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, what do I have to talk about? Oh, speaking, I was talking about meditating on um, music and books and art and stuff like that. I got, I went down a deep rabbit hole the other day <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> I get on these uh, YouTube kicks. Well, I watch YouTube all the time, but I'll get like a recommended video and I'll watch 50 videos on the subject or niche that I pr- like watch the video on to start with. And I got down the electronic music and like producers of making music. Not necessarily a band or a producer mixing live music. I'm talking about music made from electronic instruments. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was crazy to me that most of these producers that you hear like electronic dance music or uh, hip hop producers that, you know, make beats, I guess you'd say, most of them have had like extensive musical training with instruments and music theory. Does that make sense? Yeah. So whenever there's kind of a stigma with, you know, electronic music that, well, that doesn't take any talent to make. That doesn't take. Baby, we're breaking stigmas today. That that doesn't take any skill. Like people that make beats, they don't, they're just making music on a computer. They're not really doing anything. Well, like the, the chords and the notes and the, all the, the whole song is still comprised of 
musical elements. Like they take instruments, but they make the song instead of playing it. So they don't necessarily have the skill to say play a piano, but they have the theory and the knowledge to create it electronically. Yeah, it's just like writing music as opposed to playing music. Yeah, so like they're writing it, but then they're they're playing it not necessarily with their hands, but with the computer. Yeah, and the thing is, some people mistake the that just because you can do one, you can do the other. I can't write music. I can't read music. I can play music in the same regard that that producer. He may be able to do both, but he may only be able to write the music and not actually play it. Um, because if if I sat down at one of those, uh, you know, mixing studios and had the, the FL studio or whatever, whatever in front of me, I could not run it. Um, it would... It would take me forever. So just because it's a different skill, don't don't think it's like less. Yeah, and that's basically what I was trying to get at is there there's different ways to accomplish the goal. So the goal for a a band is to put out a song or a track or an album that they think sounds good and that people want to listen to. Just as the same way a music producer or somebody wants to make uh, a track or a beat that they think sounds good too. So there's two different ways to get there. It's like if you're going to the store, say I'm going to Conway, I can go the old highway or I can go the new highway, Highway 65, which is, you know, there's two different routes to get to the end goal. So just because there's you do thing, you do something one way and somebody else does something another way, there's not, it's not right or wrong. It's just two different ways to get to the same end goal. Yeah. That's basically what I'm trying to exactly. say. Exactly. You can go your own way. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was really cool. And like, I, I tried to make some electronic music on my computer. And dude, it was so hard. Not necessarily. I mean, it was unbelievably hard. Just, no, dude. You showed me one, though, and it was really good. Yeah, but I, I took it from a, it was already a song. I didn't create the song. Thief. Or the, I know. <laughs> no, dude. Can't make any cash off of it. That, no, there was I forget what how the exact quote, but basically, uh, there was this there's this musician I really like, and he said all art is just stolen from like previous art. Yeah, that's true. Like everything that every especially music, like in lyrics or like because there's only there's only twelve notes in in a in a scale. I mean, you, you can keep going up, but it's just octaves after that. You have twelve notes to work with. And that's it. Yeah. There's going to be... <laughs> All the music ever created was made from that. was made from 12 notes put together in different ways. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of possibilities with that. But <laughs> I don't know. You just... There's going to be repetition amongst amongst it. So Yeah. So basically what I was getting at is there's two ways to skin a cat, two roads to travel to get to the end goal. So... Don't just cut yourself short and think there's only one way to do things. Basically, is all I'm saying. Which leads me to I wanted to talk to you about this, Gary. I was I was reading my speech book for class because I had to do a quiz and uh, Mr. Herman, woo. Mr. Herman, yeah. I listened to our last podcast that we put out, and I, you know it sounded really harsh when I said I didn't like him. Yeah, it did. So it did. I'm, it did I'm sorry, really Mr. Harsh. Herman, and <laughs> I. <laughs> 
I still don't really like you, but <laughs> dude, you gotta just give another chance. Yeah, but I, like that <laughs> sounded harsh. See him again, though. That sounded a little harsh. So, yeah. but sorry, <laughs> it's okay, Gary. Um, I want to talk about this, um, which I thought this was really interesting. The speech, my, I mean, my speech book is the basics of communication studies, and it talks about. I'm only in chapter two, but it talks about hearing and listening and having an open mind when someone is speaking or you're receiving something for the first time. Yeah. And uh, this is, a, we're breaking stigmas today. This is, I'm kind of fired Let's up. Do it, man. This is another stigma that where if you, if you tell someone or someone says they have an open mind, then people automatically assume, oh, well, they're a wacko. They're crazy. They'll believe anything. They'll, they'll take any idea and run with it. They'll, They'll just believe anything crazy that comes along. They don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, this book has a quote in here. It, it says it's from Anonymous. But the quote says, Your mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's open. And I want to talk about that for a second. Is okay. when you have an open mind about things, you have an open mind about an idea or about something you saw, or something somebody told you that maybe you've never heard before, it's not, it's not a bad thing to be open-minded. You can still have an opinion even with an open mind. People think automatically when you say have an open mind that you're just way out there. You'll believe anything. You're crazy. You know, you're a wacko. You're a hippie. Like, keep an open mind, man. Just because you entertain the idea doesn't mean you believe the idea. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is just because you say or someone says keep an open mind or you have an open mind doesn't mean that you're you're or you believe anything that you're told. It just means you I'll entertain the idea. I'll go look at it, break it down, see if I do believe it. But if I don't, then, you know, I don't believe it. It's not that. And I think that's people people fall into that trap a lot is whenever um, they're presented with an idea that um, counteracts what they believe or something that they've been taught or heard, they automatically soul up and they don't even... Con- shut it down. They shut it down. But I was also thinking about this. It's good for your own belief to consider another one because then you truly find out if deep down you actually believe what you've been saying this whole time. So say I believe uh, topic A. And someone else comes along with topic B, but I'm I my whole life I've thought that topic A was completely and 100 percent right, but they come along and give me a, a different idea with topic B, and it it pricks my mind a little bit, and I consider it. It just drives home that I actually do believe topic A. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, definitely. It's like it's like if you if you have a thought, think of a thought or an idea, good or bad. Um, doesn't doesn't matter. But think of it as like electrical energy that comes into contact with your mind, a um, wire that can conduct electrical energy. So that that idea, that electrical piece of energy, comes into contact with your with the wire of your mind. You conduct that that idea. You entertain it. You let it come in, and you determine whether or not you want to hold on to it. And if you don't want to hold on to it, if you don't believe it, then conduct it, let it go, let it pass through. But don't wall up 
and and try and stop a natural process from occurring, which is not letting thoughts come through your mind. Yeah. So basically all I was trying to get at is you can entertain other ideas even if you don't, you know, take them to be your own ideologies, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. You can let like Gary said, you can let the electric current pass through your brain, register, do 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 process <laughs> it. You don't want it, spit it back out. Yeah. So anyway. Sorry, I got off on a little tangent there. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So um, we were talking before the podcast got going, and you said that somebody got kicked off of a plane. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that story, dude. Well, <laughs> this is so funny to me for some reason. We'll lighten up the mood a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we we're got, not completely we got, through with expanding everyone's consciousness, but we're going to take a break for a <laughs> we're second. We're going to take a break. We got, we got deep into that for a second. So I was just, I was just looking at, I got on the internet, Google Chrome or something, and I was looking at news stories, and this one popped up, and it said that a man was kicked off of a plane, like he got on the plane, was kicked off before it, the plane took off, because his body odor was so bad. <laughs> Dude, wow. how stinky do you have to be to get kicked off? The thing a is, plane. man, like, people can be like, oh, what if he didn't have the resources to, to take a shower or a bath? Well, he, he, had a, he, he had, had the, the resources, resources to take in a plane ticket. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and the article said that the guy told him he had taken a shower, like, you know, earlier that day or the night before, but they said he stunk so bad. Bro, he pooped his pants. Dude. He had to have pooped his pants. Oh, a Fox affiliate, uh, somebody told a Fox affiliate his wife and their daughter followed the cruise instructions and got off the plane. Wait, um, hang on. Where's the, where's the top? Uh, oh, (laughs) this is, this is what the, the staff said to him. He said, (laughs) they said there were people on the plane complaining that you have B.O., (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> our crew members smelled it and our pilot smelled it and the pilot says we can't let you fly in this plane because the BO is too bad <laughs> <laughs> oh the pilot God. says you can't fly on this plane because your BO is too bad man dude that cut is me down righteous I need, hey, speaking of attention that dude needs to focus some attention on his hygiene <laughs> 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 they're going around holding their noses it smells, he told the news station. And those were the managers. They were like, okay, so the managers of the airline or whatever had to escort them off the plane. And when they were walking out, they were like holding their noses, acting like they, were, they smelled so foul that they couldn't even smell them at all. <laughs> like, wow, what an insult. Like, that is so insulting. <laughs> it says, oh, my God. It says they paid for them to stay in a hotel. Yeah, we had a layover one time in Dallas, and we didn't get to fly when we were supposed to, and they let us stay overnight in like the airport hotel. It was nice too, dude. Yeah, but that's this wasn't a layover; they got kicked off. Yeah, I, I mean, thought that was so crazy though. Yeah, well, that kind of reminds me. And it said they rebooked him on another flight. Like, do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that one dude that got kicked off? He was going to get kicked off the plane because they didn't have enough seats. Or something like that. 
but he had paid for his ticket. Yeah. And like he like would not leave and they like physically tried to remove him from the plane. <laughs> and he went limp noodle. And he yeah. Went get yeah, dude. That was uh, insane. Dude, I saw one where uh you know they have um not they're I guess they're service animals, but they're like therapy animals. And this <laughs> this person had a like a a pig on the plane said it was their therapy animal and they they, <laughs> they were trying to like kick him off the plane they're like you cannot take a pig on a plane but there she was or whoever it was they were like it's my therapy animal it's my therapy animal and they just made a huge deal about it a pig dude not like a, a small pig like <laughs> a pot ther- be- my therapy animal, a pot belly pig on a plane dude just think about if you, <laughs> you want <laughs> you're going on vacation you you the family walk on the plane you get in your seat and a lady sits down beside you and just plops a pig right down beside you. Bro, you'd have to buy a, literally a plane ticket for the pig. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, plane, the pig oh, would have to have its own God. seat bought bought and paid for. <laughs> the the flight attendant comes around and is like, sir, would you like a drink? <laughs> it's just a pig. It's just a pig. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought that was so funny, though. Anyway, B.O. on the plane. I thought that was hilarious. No nah, man, so do you, do you have anything else? Uh, no, dude. I think I've I think I've exhausted my list of all I had. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been reading a lot of books. Um, I've been reading a lot of books on the uh, the whole attention thing that I kind of presented, and that was that was a that was a hefty majority of my preparation for the podcast was trying to think of a way I wanted to. Uh, present that yeah and so to to kind of because that's that was my main point uh but to kind of bring that home like experience is the only thing that you have so why not optimize it like why not create a life um, that you perceive as just profoundly interesting to you in your own way yeah and and one of the keys to doing that is is mastering the control of your attention yeah. So, and do things that you like. You don't have to do things other people like, you know, just to fit in or appease somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Do things that you like. Do things that you enjoy. You, not somebody else. You, you, you. <laughs> no, that's that's about all I got. Dude, so, that's about uh, all I got. You can find me on uh, Instagram at GaryTheGreat96 and on Snapchat at Gary, G-A-I-R-Y. And you can find me on Instagram at Will underscore Pennington 00 and on Twitter at TheScavenger23. You can find the podcast at Casual Conversation Podcast on Instagram. That's at Casual Conversation Podcast. And you can follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Leave us some comments. Um, and our YouTube channel is Casual Conversation Podcast, if you couldn't guess. Um, coming up in the future, we, we're going to have some more guests for sure. Uh, our last episode, we did have our get, have a guest. Our buddy Paxton came on. Um, yeah, but so we got, I, the really only thing we got to do is just schedule a time for people to come on. I mean, we got people ready to roll, so. Yeah. Um, we're gonna. I've got a well, not like a set date for AJ Cannon to come on, but when he uh, releases the album that he uh, he's in a band called Drasco, 
when they release their their upcoming album, we're gonna we're gonna get him on here and maybe listen uh, or not listen to him, but um, get some stories on some of the songs, the production of the songs, the band. You know, get give him to get him to promote his podcast, promote his album, and everything. Um, I would think that bringing on Josh Payne here sometime soon would be. Would be pretty cool, man. I haven't seen Josh in forever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if Josh, Josh, you're listening to this, I don't, I don't know when you're going to invite me over for them steaks. I, I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring the steaks, man. <laughs> I just want to see your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like we said, be on the lookout for that. You know, we're cranking out episode every week, so just keep looking out for us. Uh, got any feedback? Give it to us, baby. Give it to positive us, positive or negative. We take all feedback. And process it in our brains. If we don't like it, we spit. We choose whether or not to give it attention. (laughs) We choose whether or not to give it attention. So, with that being said, though, Gary out. Later.